Y'all, welcome back. I'm so excited right now. Uh, Eric and Ashley are here, uh, as well as Eiffel, the the official cat of this podcast. But yes, that all might change tonight uh, because we have my best friend-in-law on the show, Brianna Samantha Aloquitius Tippecanoe News Bomber. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, how's life? Where you living? How's you know things and such? It's really cold. <laughs> really cold. We had that discussion earlier, <laughs> dude. South, uh, yeah, Rep in Southie, man. That's yes. uh, that's ridiculous. So okay, so to get started, dude, I, I want our millions of listeners to get to know you as a person <laughs> before we before we really dig into the quite serious okay. topic of the night. Um, yes, I've got a scientifically formulated personality quiz. These are incredibly deep questions. Uh, okay, these, I'm ready. These show the true nature of your soul. So don't be nervous. Be a little nervous. Are you ready? Okay. I'm sweating. <laughs> My palms are sweaty. Good. Let's do this. Good. <laughs> okay. How many, stoplights? <laughs> How many stoplights does your hometown have? One. That is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel wow. like they haven't even been there all that long. I feel like it was just a four-way stop <laughs> at one point. I wish anybody could see Eric and Ashley's faces right now. <laughs> Y'all, have you ever been in a town for more than driving straight through it that only had one stoplight? Not dri- not more than driving through, probably. Yeah, I don't I don't believe so. What what happened where they're like, oh man, we gotta get rid of this stop sign. We really need a light. <laughs> I mean, the population maybe went from like 500 to a thousand. <laughs> four know. digits. Yeah, I got it. I get well, it. Yeah, once you get that quad digit, once I don't you get know a what comma. The cutoff is. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. And this one's important, dude. What is your favorite flavor of whipped cream vodka? Um, I don't know that I've. Mm, oh. There. Are you making fun? Yes, of... I am. Very much so. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we don't have to go chocolate. into chocolate. Yeah, naturally, chocolate's especially chocolate when, especially favorite. after it's been vomited up onto a carpet. By anyways, moving on. This question you know. is by far the most important question. So I need you. I need you to pay attention, and I cannot stress this enough. You have to choose one of the answers provided. This is a multiple choice question. You have to choose it. So, would you consider In Sync to be a the best boy band of our generation, or B the best boy band of all time? <laughs> C, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> how you know the Backstreet Boys are better. How many Backstreet Boys concerts have you been to? I think I'm at like, well, you know, I was supposed to go to one in Sioux Falls, which they've never been to South Dakota before. So really pumped, but fucking COVID ruined it. But now it's this September, fingers crossed. Are they going back to Sioux Falls? Um, what? Are they going to make it back to Sioux Falls? Yeah. Well, oh, they're dude. supposed to. Yeah, you don't just um, skip Sioux Falls, Joe. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Joe lived here for like four months. <laughs> that's, that's about all I could take. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you've been on like the Backstreet Boys cruises and all of that. You might be the biggest Backstreet Boys fan I've ever met. I probably am, but I feel like if anyone had been on that cruise with me, I am like the their least biggest fan. I mean, what's? I mean, you are seriously far and away more of a fan of them of of almost anybody I know of a fan of any band. But you're telling me once you got around like the actual crazy fans, you were mild. Oh God, yeah. Yes. Literally, I feel like some girls paid to go on it just to like stand outside the hallway of the rooms that they were staying in. No. I'm not joking. I mean, they were just there all the time, you know, like wanting to see them come out or whatever. For two minutes. For a chance to get a glimpse of them as they walk to the bar or something. Right. And maybe like touch them. I don't know. (laughs) I believe that. People are crazy with people. Crazy, like I love them, but Jesus Christ, I'm not gonna like. (laughs) Stop. They're all married, right? I mean, maybe pet them on the face, like, oh my god. They are all married. 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 They're all married. They all have kids. Oh, I love it. Actually, who were you a boy band fan back in the day? I can't remember. Were you into NSYNC or any of these people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think NSYNC was my first, um, like, big concert at the Frank Irwin Center. Oh Um, man. I remember there was a group of girls 
that all went and her, like their mom made a huge deal about it. I think she actually rented a limo for us to go. And yeah, I mean, no, we, I, I had the posters on the wall for sure. Oh, my room was literally covered. In <laughs> That's awesome. Which was your favorite Backstreet Boy? Who is? Yeah. AJ. I, his voice is killer. It's yes. Killer. For and sure. he's sexy to me. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I, I liked Kevin. I, I always, I always tell. Oh, he has the best jawline on any human being I've ever seen. <laughs> I was not even joking. That. That's yeah. a, that's an interesting compliment. I don't know that I've heard that said so specifically before, but you know, all right. E, who's like your you favorite? Need, bro? I feel like you need to see it. Let me just bring up a picture of him so you can see his. Please do. Let me see the jawline first before. It's yeah, I, I, yeah, we need to have a jaw. <laughs> Kevin. Because I'm out here riding for Redford and this girl's over here talking about Kevin and I just don't know about this. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. Who is, is Redford a Backstreet Boy? I've never heard that name. No, Robert Redford's a oh, very fan shit. of <laughs> Yes, I've actually heard of him. Believe okay, it or not. I, I can get that. Yeah, I get it. So, believe it or not. Wow, Ash, oh, I love it. a good picture. For our millions of listeners, Ashley's literally playing with a cat toy right now like as the I know. I'm trying. Oh, that's AJ. I don't I, no, that's Kevin. No, it's not. That's yeah. This is Kevin. Wait, if I like oh, turn it. it down, can you see it better? Nope. He did. There. Yes, I remember. He tried to have a solo career too, and it didn't really work, as I recall. Um, no, he's the one that left the band for like three years. Did it work? And he's the one who got and like, did stuff on Broadway. I don't know. But they kept on going without him. They're like, fuck it. Well, speaking of Broadway, we're going to get to the Cats musical in a second. Oh, but let's oh. let's start let's start <laughs> at the natural position. Uh, Bree, what are your cats' names right now? I have Lou and Fergie. Oh, Lou, I love Lou. Fergie's a new one. You had a little kitty. Yes. I guess maybe not much of a kitty anymore. Oh no, she's giant. As you do, as you do. Yep. Ash, uh, obviously, Eiffel. How old is he? He will be two years old in March, so next oh, month. Yeah. He's way younger than I thought. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. Big have you all actually? Have you always had cats? Did you grow up with cats? I did. I grew up with cats. Um, we had. I there was one when I was born. Then it passed away when I was young. Like my dad had already had it, and so then we. Uh, I picked out another one at the pound when I was three years old. That was kind of my cat. And then we ended up adopting um, a stray that came into our backyard. Um, so we had two cats there for a little bit. And um, yeah, we were always cat people. Uh, so your dad's kind of a cat guy then. He is. He's a total fits, cat guy. He, fits, he yeah. wants one so bad too. And my mom will not have it. She's just like, no, we're retired. I'm not doing the in and out the door, the feeding, the pet, the vet visits. Uh, and he's just like begging. And we, my sister and I were like, just go get one, dad. Just go bring yeah. one home. You could, if you just you're showed an up. Adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fully realized adult. <laughs> All right. So E, how about you, man? Did you, did, I, I don't know. Like I've been to your house a few times. I don't remember cats. Yeah, um, there was a cat, Nadia, that was there when I was born, and then she lived to be 21. Holy And God. then my parents' cat now, Daisy, is 20. Wow. That's That's what, yeah, something about the herring clan. What though. kind of cats are they? Are they? It's a good question that somebody else would know the answer to. <laughs> what, what color are they? Nadia was black. Long, long hair? Short, short hair. hair. All right. I like it. So dude, I've never really like, admittedly, I've never really talked to you like about this before, but like, yeah, it's weird, are, huh? are you personally like a pet guy? Like, do, would you ever, in theory, would you ever have a pet? You know what I mean? I like pets. I don't like responsibility mm, is really what it is. And so like, I enjoy the affection of pets. I enjoy like playing with the animals, but I don't enjoy having to be like, well, but I got to go buy pet food and then I got to take this fucker outside to use the restroom <laughs> and that kind of thing. You need a nanny. You need a pet nanny. <laughs> but that's why cats are so amazing because they yeah. require far less responsibility than dogs. Yes. Dude, you can leave exactly. for a weekend yes. with a cat. Yeah. That's no yeah. big deal. Just here's a bunch of food, I man. See you later. My sister's last weekend and, you know, just loaded up the food bowls, extra water. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it. And honestly, I, I've always pictured in my head that they're glad that I'm gone. They're like, finally, some peace and quiet. Like, this <laughs> motherfucker. To a certain extent, it is, they like their own time. I think me working from home 100% of the time, I think he's kind of like, are you for real always going to be here? <laughs> I love that. Are uh, you never leaving ever again? I, yeah. I feel like I saw some internet cartoon where it's like a bunch of dogs were stoked that COVID happened and a bunch of cats were like, is this thing ever going to end? Yes, like, that was one of the funniest memes. I love it. Happened. 
like dogs. Yeah. I freaking love it. So, that's so good. So, so in general, I mean, it, Ashley and Bree, because you guys have cats, what do you love about cats? Why cats, you know, specifically and not like a fish or a bird or a dog, et cetera? I'm sorry, you cut out. Were you talking to me? Either one of y'all. What, what, what is it that draws you to cats? Because like, it, clearly you guys both like cats a lot more than most. <laughs> Crazy cat lady. Yeah, Bri, I've, every moment I've ever known you, you've had a cat. So like, what, what is that? Yeah. Why? For, for a broad scope question, why? Um, I think because they aren't needy. Mm-hmm. Like compared to dogs. If we're comparing them to dogs, dogs are so effing needy i hate that not that i hate dogs because i don't no manfred my dog dogs growing up yes oh my god i love manfred um but they're just like desperate for your attention i feel like all the time and cats are not that way and they're when they want you okay hi pet me love me whatever and then they're done. And then they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. I mean, Ashley, you, know? you already stopped playing. I've noticed like he's already like Eiffel is over it. It was like a solid maybe yeah. minute and he's like, all right, I'm good. Yep. He knows my heart isn't in it right now. He's like, fine. You're not playing with me. <laughs> I'm going to walk into the other room. Oh, I, I would agree with that. I think like the, um, you know, people have said this for years. Cats really do kind of choose you versus you choosing them and having it really, it does feel like a, a bond that is rooted in some kind of like chosen love rather than just like dog, like, yeah, dogs like, oh, you feed me. Oh, I love yeah. you. Dog yeah. Love yeah. What. <laughs> and I don't know, do- like, I am not a dog hater. I do like dogs, but sometimes like, you know, the really big ones, they slobber everywhere. Oh, they, yes. You know, just like the cleanup of them. Also, like, Yes, I have to scoop cat litter, but like picking up actual dog SHIT and like dealing with that whole thing. And yeah, it's we're having a polar vortex. Like I have to take this thing outside and bundle myself up to, you know, walk it for 30 minutes at least. I always felt like for me, just like uh, what E said with the responsibility, I... I I have not had an animal since I left my parents' house when I was 18 years old. And, you know, I'm 35 now. So I, I, I specifically avoided that all through college, post-college, because I was like, you know, if I want to have an animal, I want to treat it right. I want to be in a place in my life where I know that I'm going to give it, you know, all the love and attention it deserves. And still cats, you know, are pretty self-sufficient. So it's a, it's a nice, it's, it's, it's a great pet, but you can still hold it and cuddle it. I mean, this is the cuddliest cat I've ever met in my life he will i mean i have pictures for days of him just asleep like we'll sleep nose to nose sometimes like completely like actual lined up our faces and he'll put his paw on my hand i mean it's insane see and that's Mm -hmm. those types of cats i feel like it's it if people in my opinion i don't know this for a fact obviously but people that don't like cats i feel like have just never been around good cats you know what i mean like cats that love you it's it's almost hard to reject that cats that do want to be like purring on your face it's like well this is awesome like how do you not how do you not instantly love that so like i guess i'm kind of purposely leaning this way why do you think people love to hate cats like there's so much if you google it there's so much cat hate i will say i just saw a thing on facebook and i saved it for this conversation that's more research than vance has ever done for this podcast yeah 100 100%. and brie knows vance so it's totally fine Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, it says, someone said cats are a lesson in consent, and so many controlling people hate cats because they can't control them, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. That's... Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. You I, can't, you cannot tell a cat what to do. True. And I, every time I've ever walked over to Manfred and tried to pet him, he has leaned into it. Every, my dog, Manfred, for millions right. of like every, so literally 100%, never met, never from once, I could pick him up, it doesn't matter, like always. Cats, when I had smoke, when I had Micah, like, it's about 50 50. If they don't, if they don't want to get picked up, they're just going to walk away. And that's, yeah. that's, that's dead on, dude. The control aspect is huge there. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you, man? Like, why do you think people like genuinely enjoy hating cats? It seems like there's like a a, a fandom there. Yeah, the control thing makes a lot of sense, and also I think it's just I think people use pets a lot for just sort of like an unconditional pick me up, more or less, Uh, right? And just sort of a certain sense of validation to be like, oh well, I have this thing that cares about me, and I care about it. And cats aren't automatic with that necessarily. 
like you don't get that feedback consistently. Yeah. And then if you also have a cat that's an asshole, like it sort of doubles down the other way. Yeah. So, yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah, I think a lot of it is experience and I think a lot of it is just like, yeah, you just, you don't get that feedback and it's just not yeah. the same. It's like, why would I invite that into my life? It's it's almost like people want it like pets as want them to be like a drug or like, like a beer like you, you know consistently when yeah, I it's have that dopamine hit of yes. just being like loved yeah, on dude. and cared about yeah yeah that's wild I mean deadly hey Ashley's back with Eiffel or whatever. and see that's Eiffel's clearly like digging being picked up at least for a moment until he runs away obviously but like yeah. I love it like he's just <laughs> chilling right now God I need a cat I genuinely Sarah my wife won't let me get a cat and it's Aww. to be fair I, it's not her fault it's because I cannot keep a cat indoors. <laughs> I can't do it. I give in. Yeah. I give in every yeah. time. I can't do it. So do you guys, if your cat's like pawing at the doors and wants outside, how, do you clearly keep them inside? You know what I mean? Like how, how do you handle that? Um, well, I live my, in an apartment on the third floor. So I, you know, I have a balcony and luckily he, that's good for him because he can get out and see the birds in the trees, but I'm not in danger of losing him to a yard or anything. So yeah. Yeah, he ain't hopping. He's certainly not jumping three floors down. No, you hope not. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. they're, they're they're smart too. Cats are smart. I mean, he's like, oh, I see that jump. No, I'm not going to do it. I asked my veterinarian about it specifically. I was like, it, would he attempt that? And, and he, she was like, ninety nine percent probably not. Like they know. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I, dude, it's, have you ever? <laughs> Sarah and I've gotten this conversation because I really want a cat. Like I, I really, really do. I, uh, we almost compromised. We were this close the other day. We talked about like buying a leash and like taking the cat out for walks and stuff. Uh, have have y'all ever done that? Have you ever done Whoa. that? Can you imagine me trying to put a harness on Lou? No chance. Oh boy. That's, <laughs> I've, I've tried. Seen it. No, 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 no. I've seen I've it. tried and it did not work. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like you would have to do it from a young age. Yeah. You know, like you couldn't just. I like I couldn't just start doing it with Fergie. I feel like she's already too old. That's yeah. It, 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 I that even adopted him at four months, and I tried sort of early on, but it now. I mean, he just immediately he goes like flat all the way out. He's, <laughs> he's like, like freeze. No, what yeah. I, I did get for my birthday this year from a very close friend who knows how much I love my cat is a cat stroller. <gasps> and my sister has one of those. Those are awesome. So I bet. To, I have yet to get this to work. There's a lot of advice on how to acclimate them to the stroller so that they don't feel like it's another kennel. They're going to the vet or something like that. Um, I got the idea from um, Jessica Seinfeld, who is Jerry Seinfeld's wife, who is a big cat enthusiast. She talks, she pretty much exclusively posts about her cats. And I just love picturing Jerry Seinfeld living with two cats and this like, cat <laughs> oh my God, that is hilarious. <laughs> it really is. Uh, but she, right, she takes her cats out in the stroller on walks daily. And um, that's awesome. Yeah, so I've I've got I've said it out before. He has jumped in it on his own accord, which is what you want to get them to do. Like I put treats inside, and he'll sit in it. But the second I come near and try to zip up the little thing, because he can't be loose in it. If I take him out, I mean, I oh, would God. be afraid he gets oh, yeah. and run. Yeah. Um, so the second I try to enclose it, he's like, "Nope, peace out." <laughs> I love it. So I, here's here's my thought on, and obviously it's based on nothing. I think people hate cats. Because it's a remnants of like old school toxic masculinity. Like back in the day, like however many years ago, people, dudes, weren't comfortable admitting they enjoyed holding like a cute little fluffy cat. You know what I mean? Like any, I'm picturing any dude during the depression, just like, I don't want a little fluffy thing. I'd, I'd hate it if he was all purring on my chest and happy and, and his face is all <laughs> squishy. And, and I want to say, yeah, I want to squeeze him and love him for, I mean, fuck no, I want a dog. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, Everybody that would allow themselves to like a cat instantly was like, no, nah, like Brie, honestly, like I'm a man, damn it. Like I want to, yeah. <laughs> I want a dog that can help me kill bears or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely well, think. And too, I mean, you, I mean, cats, I mean like, okay, so growing up on a farm, yeah, it was good to have cats around because if you didn't, there would be a bunch of mice in like the grain bins and whatever. So they killed those, you know, they killed those off and I don't know, whatever else. Hmm. Um the functionality, I mean, obviously, I mean, 
Eric Ashley and I grew up in the city, so I, I have no experience in what you're talking about. But that makes sense as far as like a little like roaming patrol. Like they actually that works out. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So like for back then, like cats weren't really they're not as helpful as a dog. I mean, like you can't train. Well, I mean, you can train cats to do stuff. I've seen videos, but I mean, like hunting or protection oh, yeah. or. Those types of things. No, that's – I mean, dude, Smokey, I, I had him or I did whatever. He just did it one day. We used to play fetch all the time. Like we literally used to play – like it, like you throw it up the stairs or bring it back down. Like that That was easy enough. But yeah, as far as like on command, sit, stay, fetch, like that was probably – that was probably never going to be a thing. But it's, it's also interesting you bring up like farm cats because I, I think cats – and you all are going to have to go with me here. This is a long walk. I think cats are like the country music of animals. Oh, my God. People – People who love it, love it. But people that don't like it feel compelled to hate it and like vocally hate it. And here's what I mean. Country music is the only type of music that I've ever heard referenced like this. Quote, oh, I I love all music. I love any music. I just don't like country. Have you ever heard that with any other genre of music? I've never once heard anybody like, you know, I like all music, but just like, not classic piano. That shit sucks. Like no one's ever said that. No one's ever said that. So I think cats are the same. Cause like I've never heard anybody say it, but like I like all animals except for cats. I'm sure somebody said that. Like I feel like it kind of fits. So with that said, y'all, I want to get this. I, this is going to be even dumber than what I just said, but go with me. <laughs> if cats, if cats are country music, what genre of music would you consider other animals? Because I consider dogs yeah, to be true. dogs to be very classic rock. Cause I just picture like good old boys yeah. with dogs, listen to Leonard mm-hmm. Skinner. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's dogs. Mm-hmm. Hamsters. I know what I would say here. What would you, if you could snap judge, what type of music would you say hamsters? EDM. Really? I like it. I was going to say, say like ska. <laughs> isn't that like, <laughs> isn't yeah. that something? Hell yeah. I love ska. So For some reason my mind went to jazz. I don't know why. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I was. I, this is a great quiz. I I went to <laughs> I went to hip hop and I admit it's a hundred percent influence. It's a hundred percent influence. But that old commercial. Dude, I would say that soul commercial. Yes, the soul commercial. You can get with yeah. this, or you can get. And it was hamsters <laughs> dancing around. So in my head, that's hamsters. All right, birds, pet birds. What would you consider that? Wait, pet birds. Yeah, like, I think I would yeah. go jazz for birds. Okay. Like any bird, though? You know, if you keep a bird in a cage, like type oh. of, you know. I was thinking like a goose. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reggae. Yes. Yes. See, I, I considered birds EDM because it's repetitive and simplistic. They're chirping or whatever. And if you're not in the mood or you just don't like it, it it's it's awful. But if you like it, you like it. But if you're not in the mood, it's repetitive and annoying. And that's kind of how I've always pictured birds. But I think I like that jazz. I think I like jazz better. That that's kind of makes more sense. All right, next one. And this one in my well, snakes. What what genre of music pops up when you think snakes? Like punk, punk rock. Yeah. Death metal. <laughs> yes, death, death metal. metal. I have I have death metal written down. Like when I picture a person that owns a snake, I picture a lot of Metallica posters in the room. You know what I mean? Like the person that I'm guessing here, but the person that owns a snake likes himself some heavy metal. Um, okay, you know my friend Brandy Carpenter. Yeah. Does she own her a snake? Hus- her husband owns a well, he probably owns like four snakes, I would say. And one of them is like a yellow python. I don't know technically what it's called. It's giant and it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. So, but I don't understand the, the keeping of snakes as like a pet because it literally is just curled up inside this giant tank and he feeds it a rat like once a month or whatever. Yeah, you like what? Buy the rats. Yeah, live food is a much different game, like a much different game. Totally. That's, that's so not what I expected. Shout out to Brandy because she's like the most like pink poppy bubblegum. Like I never would have expected her to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you never. Not at all. Okay, last one. And it's kind of similar to snakes, at least in the you don't do much with it. Fish. What kind of uh, what kind of music pops up to your head with fish? Because jazz kind of got in my head, as well as hippie jam bands. And yeah, it's because my favorite band is Fish. But you, you get it. You, I, I would consider that very jazz, free flow kind of a shit. Yacht rock. Oh shit, that's better. Oh, that's so, so much better. <laughs> my mind went to hip hop, but that's just because of MTV Cribs. Oh, that's man. Hilarious. No, that's dead on. Always got a fish tank. Yo. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the one dude? He might. I got have a tank a- in my tank. <laughs> Exhibit. Go put a fish tank in your fish tank. Mm-hmm. Does oh, anybody man. remember? Well, from anybody who spent time in Austin, I don't know Eve. If um, there was a bar called Aqua downtown, and they had they put sharks in the bottom. Yes. Floor. Mm-hmm. They got yeah. shut down because, like, animal cruelty people were like, "You can't keep baby sharks and like have people hardcore dancing on them until two a.m. and spilling beer cups and stuff." <laughs> city. They picked the wrong city for that. Yeah, not Austin. Did these poor sure. animal. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm definitely not the most like. I mean, Ashley is certainly more animal friendly than me. But like, you're dancing on animals. Like, you're literally dancing. Like, they're, they're going to feel that. Yeah, that sounds awful. Through plexiglass. Floor. Yeah, that's that's awful. That really is. That that really is. So okay. So that, yeah, that's. It, thanks for for indulging me on the animal music tour, but I feel like I feel like I could have done that for like an hour. Oh, bro! Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, next episode, man. We'll do we'll do a whole music dog episode. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like dogs are pushed more heavily in America, kind of as like the American masculine thing. You know what I mean? Like it's very like Rin Tin Tin, Canine Cop, that kind of shit. Like you know, and Lassie. on the flip side, yes. Yes. Oh, dude. There's there's so many. Wow. There are so many famous dogs. Like, really, the more there's there's really a ton. But then on the flip side, oh, I mean, the list goes on. (laughs) Yeah. It it really does. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Classic, classic film. That's fantastic. But also, yeah, like, there's really not a ton of famous cats. Like, I really can't think of many. Like, and I, I, I feel like if you're a cat person and you're on Facebook, like me, <laughs> you will – there are famous cats. Maple Cat, um, Missinal. All I could um, find was Grumpy Cat. Like I generally try yeah, to find like famous cat. cats. Like Milo and Otis or like you know, a bunch of other like old school like kids. But like none that are like – none that are easily as recognizable as Felix, old Felix the cat was a thing. Garfield. Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. for sure. Yeah. But like that's – The little cat from Queen of the Teenage I think he was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Sassy from Homeward Bound. Oh, oh yes. Good one. Solid pull, bro. Solid pull. Oh, hey, come here. I love it. Oh, hey, we got a first. Uh, yeah, in a first terms of the American thing, I was going to say that the masculinity and like guys with dogs, girls with cats thing, the bubble is a little bit burst on that in Europe because yes. it's so not a thing there. Like guys having cats is just nobody would think twice about it or it's not a conversation. No, that makes sense. I, I just guessing here, but I'm guessing it's not a ton of dogs in Europe. You know what I mean? Like, well, I actually, Paris is a hugely dog centric city. Is it? Um, People, yeah, there's um, a book I have up here um, called A Year in the Merde, which is a year in the shit. And it's, it was about an expat's life in France, in Paris specifically. But it was, it was a, it's a joke calling out about shit um, which is true. Oh, and um, yeah, I love um, very, very true. People do not pick up after their dogs. They have since gotten a lot more strict about it. Oh, look at that cute kitty! Uh, but, oh, um, yeah. but, but I, I was always surprised because people's apartments, like mine and everything, are infinitely smaller. Nobody has a yard. No one, literally, no one has a yard. So, if you have any dog that's bigger than the size of a cat, I don't know what you're doing with that thing inside. Yeah. All day. Well, and even an apartment that small, where do you put the litter box? Like, how do you hide that? You don't, and yeah. there's no shame about it. Yeah, you just that's you're just we're all accepting it's just part of the deal. Yeah, oofta. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of the deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, uh, I don't yeah. know if I can, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I loved cats. Like, my uh, my apartment in San Marcos, I uh, we're gonna say forgot to uh, bring the litter box with me when I moved, and me and Smoke moved out, and I just left a litter box. It was in a closet that I had never cleaned. Like, not one. There was literally. <laughs> On the walls, they, they, oh, on the God. walls, because I mean, Bree, you remember Smoke? He was kind of wild, and I let him outside a lot. So, like, he oh, would yeah. literally just throw his shit around. Like, it was not kidding. Like, it was smacked to the like. I did not get my uh, deposit back. No surprise. <laughs> no surprise <laughs> on that one. <laughs> wow. All right. So yeah. Okay. So here's just kind of a random thing before I get to. Uh, well, actually, let's start here. Why are cats the most bad luck? of animals i can't think of any other animal that has a bad luck kind of a thing like there's witches in cats like that's a standard fantasy mm-hmm. character you know what i mean like even in hocus pocus like the witches didn't have cats but they were fighting a cat because you have to time together like the you know black cat crosses your path all that shit like what why is it i mean i don't even know if there is a why but like it, cats seem to have 
taken the brunt of a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, wh- why do you think the black cat crossing your path ever started? What, what do you think that is? Yeah, I was going to say it's specifically the black cat, which that's another good one. Binks from um, Hocus Pocus. Hell yeah. My, my nice. sister has a cat named Binks, a black cat named Binks. Love it. That's Love awesome. It. That's fucking awesome. I actually, I Googled it. And one guy, uh, I mean, I don't even know who he was. He was I mean, certainly not a professor. But they said that black cats crossing your path was bad luck back in the day. Maybe because light bulbs weren't as strong. And these lights weren't as prevalent, like, or whatever. So, like, there was a good chance you would just step on it and trip. Like, it was okay, that's like way too logical. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, it makes sense. But I was like, that can't be. People love that whole, like, mysticism shit. It's like, it yeah, in be- my mind, I'm like, does it have to do with the Druids? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, you're just like, oh, you can't see it. That's all. You're just no. invisible. It's just, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's such a standard bad guy thing or, like, mad scientist thing, like petting a cat. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, I don't know why, but it's become so standard. Like, even Inspector Gadget, his nemesis had a cat. Like, the, the, the bad guy had a cat. So, quick Dr. question. Evil. Yes. Can you, oh, dude, yeah, that's, oh, goddamn, Mike Myers was great. All right. <laughs> who can name the mad scientist in Inspector Gadget? Who can name the mad scientist's cat? Pinky. Mad cat. Pinky. <laughs> it was mad cat. It was a mad scientist. Pinky in the brain. It worked out perfectly. Second question. Bonus points. Can you name Inspector Gadget's dog? No. I feel See like it. when you say it, I'm going to know it. Yep. But I can't, I can't say it. It was, it was brain. And you're going to need to use your brain for this week's quiz, everybody. Yeah. Get excited. Get Zooming in on cats. (laughs) Quiz, quiz. Get yourself a quiz. All right. This one is mostly, mostly about house cats. At least the first like three, four questions are just house cats. We're not talking tigers and lions and, you know, the jungle cats. We're talking just house cats. How old was the oldest house cat on record? How old did that cat live to be? I'll give you a hint. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. E, well longer than your family's cats. Yeah, I would assume. I mean, the first number that came to mind for me was thirty-six. I was going to say thirty-one. So let's split the difference and go thirty-three and a half. (laughs) That's that's a good guess, Uh, Bree. It's thirty-eight years old. Nice. A cat, a cat by the name of Cream Puff is in the Guinness World Records for being the oldest cat ever. Cream Puff is a great name for cats. Was it like decrepit at that point? Uh, Anybody listening, Google it. Some of its last pictures, not awesome. Oh, man. Picture picture your great grandma, but like cat for it's not, it's it's not a good look. (laughs) Not a good look. (laughs) All right. uh, Next question. Next question. What was the heaviest house cat on record? Okay, but are we including like Maine Coon? No, no, exactly. That's, okay. that's why I, I did okay. specifically house cat breeds, tabby cats, you know, et cetera. Not, yeah, because Maine Coons can be massive. Yes. Um, I'll give you a clue, not that it'll help you at all. It was specifically a tabby cat. 50 oh. pounds. Yeah, E, you got it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely 68.3. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, close. Yeah, I mean, uh, dude, again, Bree, 50 pounds is a great guess. 47 pounds. And he lived He lived to almost 11. So, like, clear, I mean, well longer than any cat I've ever had, but also that's an outdoor cat thing. So I mean, that's a, okay, was he just super fat? Massive. Uh, effing like mad. his name, what? his name is Himmy H I M M Y. You can Google him. It's a, like it's massive and it's kind of fluffy, so it looks like it weighs 80 pounds. Like it's just, it's just oh, it is boy. huge. All right, now here's my favorite question by far because this cat, you, you all, when the show's over, Google this and anybody listening, Google it now. Smallest fully grown house cat, and the, the level that Guinness World Record uh chooses is at age two years old, is when they measure him because that's just you know, assumedly full grown. What is the smallest full-grown house cat? Like weight wise? Sure. I, I have weight and I have height and length, but go let's go with weight because that's easiest to guess. Two pounds? Yeah, I was gonna say three and a half. One point four six okay, pounds. Okay, sure. <laughs> Dude, it stood three inches tall and seven inches long. How long did that thing live? How? Six years. 
It's fucking Google. It's called the name of it was Tinker Toy, and it has since spawned a full breed of cats. These things are, y'all. I have no issue saying it. It's like the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It is tiny. It's as if, dude, look at it, bro. If you're looking at it right now, anybody at home listening, all six of you, it's the cutest thing. It is so small. To say it fits in the palm of your hand is that's it's an exaggeration. It doesn't even it doesn't even fit in the palm of your hand. It fits on like your pinky finger. This thing is tiny. It's it's That's amazing. Insane. I love it. Like I I I want one so bad. But anyways, other side of the coin. What is the largest cat of any kind? We are no longer talking house cat. We are talking any cat of all kind. Jungle cats, big cat, you know, etc. What is the biggest cat out there? Pounds. Man, I don't. I don't know what's a lot. About the- <laughs> Animal Kingdom is what I'm learning right now. Five thousand pounds? I, I don't know. For, I was gonna SUV, say Bri. If we're doing you prices right that. rules, I will go one pound. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know, like how much do freaking lions and tigers weigh, right? Like eight hundred. Yeah, eight hundred, something like that. That's a that's a great guess because uh it's not a lion or a tiger. It's a fucking real life liger. Do y'all know these exist? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They exist, and it's 926 pounds. His name is Hercules. He also has a brother that's like 800 pounds. This thing is massive. It's, it's dude, if you Google it, it looks just weird, too, because, I mean, it's a crossbreed of a genuinely, it's, it's, it's a real-life lion-tiger hybrid. It's absurd. All right, last question. Uh, dude, Hercules, Liger, 920-something pounds. According to the official Guinness World Records website, how many pounds of meat does a 900 plus pound liger eat per day? Oh my God. Yeah. How many pounds a day? Because they burn a crazy amount of mm-hmm. like energy. It's mm-hmm. insane. 50 pounds? I was going to say like nine. The answer is, well, I'll tell you what, here, I'm going to quote you directly off the Guinness World Records website. I swear to you, I'm quoting this. Start quote. Hercules eats around 30 pounds of meat per day, roughly the same weight as a two-year-old human child, end quote. <laughs> hey, Guinness, what the fuck, man? What, why? Was that necessary? Was that, did Whoever you have to wrote re- that has fed a child <laughs> to a liar. You got to get in the record book somehow. To be fair. But... <laughs> Your Guinness World Records as worst father ever. Yeah, look, I, f- I fed him to the liger. What do you you got? He's famous. What yeah, do you want? He was the perfect weight. <laughs> <laughs> I fattened him up. He's, he was only 18 months, but I, I fattened him up and he's perfect. He's is like, it the circle of life or is it the circle of life? I'm just trying to understand what purpose on Pennsylvania, earth. Is. Feeding my kid do a liger. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of of just what the fuck. I got I got pretty inebriated over the weekend, and I was googling all kinds of weird shit for this episode because I just wanted to find like, weird, <laughs> I wanted to find like weird facts for this. Y'all, this is about to get dark, so buckle up. Um, oh boy! I started googling. Wait, did we just feed a child to a liger a couple seconds ago. Uh huh. Gonna get worse. Okay. I started googling: Are there cat fighting rings similar to dog fighting rings? So I mean, I am certain I'm on an FBI list right now. Like I, I'm sure <laughs> that's not a good look. You know what I mean? So, but good news. Where good news. to join cat fighting? <laughs> How to train cat fighting, fighting ring near me? <laughs> cat Location on Google search. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I couldn't find any fighting rings. Of course, they're not going to advertise on fucking Facebook. I'm not going to find it on Google if it exists. I'm just going to go with it, it doesn't exist. But here's something super fucked up, y'all. So brace yourself. I did find the term bait cats. B a i t cats. They are used in dogfighting rings, and you can you can extrapolate from there. It's fucking absolutely horrible. So speaking of absolutely horrible, let's talk about Cats the movie, guys. You guys ready? Oh, boy. Let's talk about it first. Did, okay. Have either one of you seen, have any of y'all seen the, the 2019, the most recent release of Cats the movie? Uh, tried watching it. Try. God fucking awful. <laughs> it's yeah, so, Joe and I pretended like we were going to watch it for this, and then... Bro, it, I, I pulled up a YouTube clip. Uh, it's called The Jellicle Song. Uh, it, it's, okay. just, it's just a song literally about... I mean, it's literally about being a cat. The lyrics are, can you see in the dark? Yeah. 
can you sense a storm coming? Like that kind of yeah, shit. I've like seen memories from it, if that counts, you know. Is that a thing? I don't even. I didn't even That's make it song that far. Cats. Yeah. Ah, okay, dude. Like, I get that cat people are like a specific type of person, like that love cats or whatever. Like Bree, I, I would consider you like the most cat person I know. And if you even hated this movie, like that's a bad look. Like, why, why would you think that that an hour plus long movie all about just cats is a good idea? Oh shit, we're doing an hour long podcast about just cats. Don't mind that. Moving forward. Hey, to be fair, though, it was like the longest running musical on Broadway. So, like, dude, it's it wasn't huge. a crazy. Why idea. did they have to ruin it? Then it's like fucking Disney doing these stupid live action movies. Mm. You're just ruining the original. Yeah, dude. So are y'all aware – this is just a weird movie thing that I know – that originally they had to go back and redo the whole cut of the recent Cats movie because they had gotten a little too realistic with the cats and included buttholes on all the cats. No, they Yes. Didn't. I no. feel like I saw something about this. So there's a real thing out there that people say release the butthole cut. <laughs> which is just the cut of the movie. That's just a phrase I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, I so, never what. Oh my god, I do like. If they I do that, Joe. will watch it. I can't believe that I did it. I I hate to admit it, but it makes me want to watch it. I just want to see like. Right. So they just CGI'd assholes onto like Ian McKellen because like Ian McKellen's in this movie. Yeah. They see Jason Derulo's out there shaking. Yeah. Yeah, and dude. Just like, okay, I need to, we got to erase this. This is too much. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I mean, okay. So that's all right. Like I couldn't even make it through the Jellicle clip. I, I pulled up another clip and, and it was a song about like referencing fake cat shit. Like one dude was like, have you ever ridden a witch's broom? Or like the other guy was like, were you there when they built the pyramids? And it was like, nah, motherfucker. Everyone who was there is dead. Like, what are you talking about? Like that's thousands of years. Like, no, we weren't there with the pyramids. You fight. Anyway. So like I tried to watch as much as I could and I couldn't make it through any full scene. I did make it through one bit of dialogue. I could only find one scene of just dialogue without songs because as soon as they start singing, I'm out. One cat, the first cat, it was bad, dude. The first cat asked a second cat, what's your name? The second cat actor, a.k.a. a a cactor, didn't respond. Didn't respond. So the first cactor goes, what's wrong? Cat got your tongue? Mm -hmm. That... That wasn't clever in the 80s when the play came out. That wasn't clever then. It's not clever in 2019. Like, good God. Okay, but here's what I found out. Did y'all know that there was actually another Cats movie spinoff of the play released in 1998? I did not. I feel like I remember... Recall the cover of it, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, only I gotta, because now I, I gotta it Google it. Google it because it, it looks ridiculous. Like it, it's not. I mean, obviously, I think, uh, just picture everybody out there. Picture 1998. Did you say 1998. 1998. Picture 1998 CGI. You know what I mean? And we're not talking Star Wars level CGI. We're talking like this thing was literally released straight to VHS. So imagine Star the Wars from the seventies. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh it's not God. even seventies. It. It's not it. even seventies, bro. It's Look. bad. It was straight to VHS. Yes, it's that exact one, dude. It's that exact one. Okay. Yep. Here, so the the play, the original play, was two hours and twenty minutes. Uh, the nineteen ninety eight release was an hour and fifty six minutes, and the two thousand nineteen release is an hour and fifty minutes. So, like, they're just trying to whittle it down, is what I feel like, to like a a, a palatable length, and it still doesn't work. Like, even because I mean, the original starred fucking no one. The nineteen ninety eight version had nobody. You can Google it; you won't recognize a single name. E, I, you might just because you know everything, but it, yeah, please do. But dude, you, I, I I will be surprised if you do find someone you know. But the two thousand nineteen Cats movie. Judy Dents, Iris L, Idris Elba, Ian McKellen, fucking Taylor Swift, like huge names, and it was still a gigantic box office flop. $95 million production that grossed $75 million worldwide. That's a bad look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a real, real bad look. The night you get for trying to make people look like actual cats was, you know what i mean dude, it's like, bad no <laughs> it's real bad like it, it's it's I, I did the few scenes i could watch were like were i mean i couldn't make it very far no, okay but here's what i didn't know the 1998 version released straight to vhs it reached number six in movie sales that you know direct to video movie sales that year and in england the vhs went platinum it went 16 times platinum it Damn. sold the fuck out in England. It's also incredibly popular in Japan, the actual play now, not the movie. But in Japan, they built a theater that was solely for the Cats show. 
It showed nothing else, nothing before, nothing after. It was built specifically for the movie, or for the play, I'm sorry, for the play. In 1983, they built it. It ran over 10,000 shows in a row. That's insane. Germany had a Cats show that ran over 6,000. I mean, it, it's amazing. Like in London, I'm saying, like it was dude, a worldwide phenomena, and then they were like, eh, let's try and make this movie. Let's fuck this up. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, it, it, it's, yeah. You know, uh, all right, guys, Ashley, per actually, believe it or not, Ashley's cat is uh, is having a bit of an issue right now. So Ashley had to bail. So you haven't heard her talking for a while. She had to go bail and deal with Eiffel. You know, guys, it's it's cats. It's it's how it's honestly, it's why I love them. They have so much more personality. Anyways, in case it got cut off, we were talking about the film Dogs and the Dogs. They're both just shit films as well as the Cats film was also a shit film. But now we've talked Dogs and Cats. And because we're fair and balanced, here comes the big question of the night. Brie. Yes. Would Jesus have been a dog or a cat person? <sighs> That's tough. <laughs> I think I would say... I mean, I guess it depends on whose version of Jesus we're talking about. Mm. Mm. Because um, I feel like if it's like Christian... Then probably dog. If it's American Christian, I, I'm right. Either. Yes, then probably a dog person. But maybe like I don't know what other religion would maybe be cat. Hmm. I think it would just depend on what. Not to get all philosophical, but <laughs> that's well, the idea. I'm pushing it that way. I. It really depends because like. The ancient Egyptians more or less like worshipped cats or they were thought of as deities in their right. own way, right? Like in the yeah. son of Ra or daughter of Ra or whatever. Yeah. So I wonder if some of that tradition from the time spent in Egypt uh, by the people of Moses may have spread into their thinking and maybe he would have been a cat person. That's dude, that's actually a really like I wasn't gonna take it that way, but that's a practical answer because yeah, mm-hmm. cats were everywhere. And and the more I looked into it, cats, when they kind of got adopted by you know humans or whatever, they've basically gone unchanged. Whereas dogs, as they've become domesticated, physically they have changed. Their faces have gotten cuter. Like literally, this is how you know oh, it, Google it. It's it's true. Like their eyes have gotten kind of bigger and more expression at their eyebrows have learned. Whereas cats are, have basically gone unchanged since the time of you know the, the, the Sphinx and such. Which also, I didn't know the Sphinx had a tail. Did y'all know that? Like that giant cat statue or whatever. It actually on the backside of it has a giant ass tail. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was stunned. I never thought about it. But yeah, that makes sense. Right? I never, I mean, of course it does, but yeah, I never once thought about it. But yeah, Bree. Is there did. a cat butthole? <laughs> Man, what a great question. What a <laughs> great question. Did they have to, did they put it in and have to take it out later? <laughs> right. Sure got that. Got they got like, I did, they, did someone have to cement over that? Why is cat this the butthole? Why is this where we come back? <laughs> why is this the entrance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. oh my god i love it oh my god i love it i don't know how to segue i had a segue but that was better than anything i was gonna say uh brie do you mind if we do a little god talk man i, I i've honestly been wanting to like go down this road with you oh we can yep we can we can hell yeah man so okay you obviously grew up in a small town and someday down the road i, I want to just do an episode on that because it is such a different environment than what Eric and I have grown up with by oh, yeah. but did you grow up what shit man what <laughs> was the was the news bomber household did y'all grow up like religious you know what I mean yeah Catholic yeah I've never you're both your mother and father have spent large amount of time with and it's never come up just as like a topic or whatever like were they like strong like believers or it was just like let's go every Sunday um, okay, well, my dad, you know, has lived in South Dakota literally his entire life. Where he was born and raised is like f- five miles straight west of our farm. Wow. So. Wow. Um, God, I have Fergie here. That's wild. And <laughs> shout out. I, mean, I don't know that you're. And so, that. yeah. So his parents were Catholic. They had five kids. The, you know, and so and all those families are like still pretty Catholic. Um, no, I went to church. We went every Sunday for a long time. I've been baptized, first communion, uh, 
What the hell are the other ones? Confirmation. Yeah, you Catholics Catholic have a lot traditions. of yeah, yes. there's so many levels there. Yep. So when did you start? And I mean, I don't want to presume much, but when did you start falling away? And that's you know, obviously, as long as that's so you know true. I feel like it was in high school. I don't really know like why. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't really recall why, but I just it never interested me. Like, I don't ever remember like paying attention to whatever the priest was saying up there. Hmm. It just, I don't know. I just, I never. But I mean, I think as you get older too, you just start to question things like, because, okay, so we did um, CCD catechism every Wednesday night and it was literally like a joke. I mean, but also you have to remember, okay, so the Catholic church we went to was in Zell. Okay. So I, um, Zell is- Town like 20 miles away? No, it's like six miles north of- Oh. And like 10, so, well, it's like six miles north of our farm- it's like 10 miles probably west of Redfield. Gotcha. But its population at most ever was probably like, man, I would say 75 would be pushing it. 75 so, people. Yes, 75 people. And that was at, like, I would say that would be at, like, peak. <laughs> and now it's probably like 25. That's but anyway, that, so that's the, the Catholic church we went to was in Zell. And so it was basically all a bunch of worry, all a bunch of hip kids, you know, all of us that live out in the the country bumpkins. <laughs> and it just like we didn't. I don't remember learning anything. I remember watching like Veggie Tales. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah, a lot of Veggie. Hell yeah, yep, Veggie Tales. Um, I first met Eric at a Christian camp in sixth grade, and it was a ton of Veggie Tales. That I remember that being like the, the predominant factor there. Yeah. So, so, so in school, did you guys ever talk religion? Was that ever a thing, or was school separate? In Redfield? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean, it. So church was just Sunday, and every other day you didn't. And it was up. more. Would you say it was more of a social thing than like a spiritual mm-hmm. thing? Did people just mm-hmm. go because it was like a social expectation, and that's where you knew people, and it was just something you always did? Or was there were there people who were actually like really committed to the? Idea? No, I think the people are really committed yeah. to really. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm not. If I don't go to church today, I'm not a good person. Or. Like it mattered, matters where you are on Sunday morning, even though you've been drinking and beating your wife the rest of the week. <laughs> See, but that can be both, right? That can be like a social expectation and then that can be like right. a spiritual actual. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I mean, I wonder how much of it, at least originally, was just we have nothing better to do. Like this is a town of 75 people. What the, We have literally nothing else to do. So we might as well start going to church. You know what I mean? And then eventually, you know, after generation on generation, it's just kind of like, the, the the seed got lost and now that people you know got scared that if you didn't go you're going to hell or some nonsense right. did did you ever have that feeling like oh my god if i don't believe this like i'm going to go to hell like did you ever have a a fear based you know moment because i i speaking for my own self personally i had many so so many of those did, did you ever have any of those no i mean not that i can think of um that's wild yeah. It's just such a different, like, are your parents still religious? Like, I feel like, I mean, I don't want to put anything. Okay, well, like, my like dad, not. so my dad is Catholic, obviously. My mom grew up Seventh-day Adventist. That's a shit show. <laughs> that is an interesting group, yeah. Yeah, they are interesting. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, <laughs> So she, I don't know, like, converted to Catholicism, and they got married. But no, like, my mom is not religious, and my dad, I wouldn't really say is anymore either. I don't know. Interesting. So, so then just, if you don't mind me just pressing a couple of direct questions, um, do you believe in heaven and or hell? No. Really? I don't. Okay. There is a documentary on Netflix, or I should say a docuseries called Surviving Death. Have you guys seen it or watched any of it? No. What I'm oh, intrigued. do yourselves a favor and watch it. It is so good. I'm serious. It really is. It's about like each episode is about like the afterlife or um, people who have had like out-of-body experiences or see ghosts or um, 
reincarnation. Hmm. Yeah, it's really so, interesting. That'd be good. Would you would you say that you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I mean, I've never I've never personally seen a ghost or even really like experienced that you know uh, something happening where like they move stuff in your house or weird things like that. I've never personally experienced anything, but I that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen hmm. and that fair. it's not real. Would and I'm, this is a question to both of you. Would either one of you, and I'll give you time to think because I got a random story I can interject. What would you say is your most like spiritually active memory? Or did you ever have a moment where you like felt that some you know some something deeper was happening? And I will give you an example because I, I don't know that I can picture one of my own. And if you don't have any, that's fine. But I remember specifically, I was a freshman in college. I was a roommate with Steve Allen. Shout out front of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father called me and he was just freaking out. He was like, I can't believe this. I don't know who else to tell this to. I just have to tell this to somebody. Like, I can't believe it. He said he was driving down the highway 35, I 35 in Texas. And he said that he just had a calling. He just said something told him to pull off the road. He's just like, I just, he's telling me this. And as he's telling me this, he's passionate, freaking out, sweating. You can hear it. He's like, I just knew to pull off the road. I don't know why something told me to pull off the road. He pulled off the road. And as he did right ahead of him, an 18 wheeler jackknife and fucking, Flipped, hit another car, big ass fucking thing. It made the news. Like I, I turned on the news and it was fucking wow. like it, it, now. Do I mean obviously this is this is secondary, but I mean I, I, I mean and yes, obviously I, I believe my father because he's my father. But like there would be no other reason for him to make the story up and call me out of the blue. Like doesn't make any sense. But the, in his from his point of view, that fucking happened. Have either one of you had a moment like that in your life? I don't know that I've ever had something specifically like that where like some I felt something and then immediately I reacted to it. I would say there have been times when I have felt incredibly weighed down or overwhelmed or something like that. And if I spent enough time or the right type of time with God, at the end of it, I did not feel that way in any way, shape or form. And I felt completely free and weightless. Can and I, I press will you? say that has go happened ahead, go before. Ahead. No, just can that I, has happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Can I press you on what you mean by spent time with God? I mean, in prayer of some form I mean, of meditation? sometimes it's prayer and sometimes it's literally just like, I believe in a personal relationship. So sometimes there's just a straight dialogue, right? And maybe that has to do with me working through things and doing my own type of therapy. But, you know, I've done it before and it hasn't worked when I've just been focused on me doing it and not actually called out for help in some way, shape or form. Whoa. There, whoa. Be, I, I, and I honestly, I think that is a common thing amongst people who proclaim themselves Christian. I think that is a feeling or an experience that is maybe not universal, but more common than you would think. I, I would argue it is universal only because uh, the only books I've ever read in my life are by a dude named Terrence McKenna, at least past you know college and such. Um, and he talks just about the psychedelic experience and all that. But in, in the psychedelic experience, he always says, whether or not you believe that it's you talking to you or that it's God talking to you or that it's any other deity talking to you, it doesn't matter. You can't prove it right or wrong. No one else can prove it right or wrong. So whatever you believe to be happening might as well be happening. So I would imagine, and I'm guessing here, and I'm projecting on other people's faith, but I'd imagine regardless of what you believe, if you truly feel that you are having this encounter with God, why is that not God? Or whatever it is you may believe, doesn't you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You can call a name on whatever, but if you truly feel that that's what's happening, who's to say it's not? You know, like who could who could really like deny that? Yeah, they're what the faith is the evidence of. Things not things seen. Not seen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Bree, how about you, man? Or just in a, in a base question, Bree, what do you think happens after death? And I know that's an impossible question, but I, I tend to ask people it because whatever. What do you think in your mind? What do you think happens? And no one's right or wrong, but what do you think? I mean, I've, I think about this a lot, not about dying, but just like. <laughs> What does happen after you die? Nobody fucking knows. Can't prove it. No. Um, but I what think, do you think? But I think even if it just went black, would your does your conscience self know that it's just black? 
Or is it just like you die and then that's just it? Like you don't even know you're dead because you're dead. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing horrific about it essentially, or there's nothing sort of final about it. It just is. Yeah. It sounds, I mean, in the way you've described it, and we've talked at length many a times on many different substances, just, just yeah. beer, just, just oh. beer and tobacco, just, yes. just, just mm-hmm. conservative mm-hmm. first. Uh, but no, like the way you've described it many a times, it sounds very peaceful. It's not like I, I've always taken the, the, the people that argue that they either want nothing to happen or think nothing happens. It, it's always been framed very negatively from the people that I've interacted with and whatever. But the way you frame it is very peaceful. Is that is that a fair assumption or is that a fair, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to, because the way you've always, because I've asked you straight away and I'll ask you this again, just put it on record. What do you want to have happen? Do you want there to be something, anything, all your family and friends and cats and dogs and all that shit? Or do you just want the 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 peaceful nothingness that you have described? Honestly, I think it would be cool if it happens like in, um, oh, I'm not going to be able to, think of his name mitch album mitch mm-hmm. albums to uh five people you meet people in heaven. heaven yep i, I don't know never read that joe of, uh, dude i haven't read a book in 20 years but of course eric knows what you're talking i can't about. read i don't know how to read that's why i do a podcast we talk i don't there's no reading i don't know what you're talking about but, but no, you read I, it eric yeah i did so it is that it's essentially like your your little clan shows up. Is that kind of what it is? No, it's oh. like isn't it? I I haven't read it in quite a while, but from what I remember, isn't it just like five random people that he really would have thought had no impact? Not really no impact, but just like it wasn't like his mom, his dad, his brother, his yeah. wife, whatever. Yeah. It was just like oh, the guy from the grocery store that yeah, it's, my groceries one time, or I don't know it it. Kind of matches up with that book that Carissa mentioned on our podcast, uh, Journey of Souls or whatever. In a oh, yeah, way. yeah, yeah. So in that book, it talks about sort of this idea that you're spiritually connected to other spirits. And sometimes you come across them in this world and sometimes you don't. But they're sort of connected through you through eternity. And the five people you meet in heaven sort of has a tinge of that. And it's really sort of the idea that like there's, these are people that like – are just there for you to help you through this, right? And it's not necessarily – it's what you need in that moment, and it might not have much or as much as you would think to do with your time on Earth. But in the next life, it makes sense. What a beautiful way to just view the concept of other people, that we are all here to try and help each other get through it. Like that's that's a beautiful like way the, to view That makes – then what you just said, Eric, makes deja vu – makes more sense right mm. yeah this might have like, happened mm-hmm. uh, you guys experience deja vu all oh, the yeah. time all yeah, the it's, time it's i don't wild. does everyone though i, I, I would it's a really good question yeah that dude that'd be a fun like i would just i would imagine so considering we all are familiar with the concept right mm-hmm. True. But, but, universally. Just, but we're familiar with concepts all the time that we never experience right like, right i'm yeah, familiar like with the concept of <laughs> yeah, do that reading <laughs> <laughs> or talking to ghosts or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, okay, yeah. what about this? Was like not that long ago. I feel like people were some people on Tumblr or Reddit or wherever were freaking out that um, not everyone has an inner voice. Do you, did you guys ever uh, see anything about this? I did not. No. Okay. Mind blowing. They That's, have no inner dialogue. Who the hell do they talk to all day? Right? How do you? Yeah. What do you think about all? Day? I don't. I. Oh, you have to – I feel like if you YouTube it or just Google it, yeah. you'll find videos of them like interviewing people who don't have an inner dialogue and they're like trying to explain how they live their lives because we're all like, what? They just have silence? Like that's what's going on in their head? That actually, don't get me wrong, at least temporarily from moment to moment, every now and again, that would be really nice yes. to just be able to turn shit off. Or I wonder sounds- if, it, if it makes you more in tune with the external in a certain way, right? Like if – you the only input you're getting is actually what's being fed to you. If that sort of allows you to experience things, not through the lens of your internal neuroses or whatever it is, but just as things actually are. Dude. Mm -hmm. No, that's brilliant. It's, it's like taking off a lens 
that would otherwise just be obscuring your, you, you just, you're truly, you're not filtering anything out with your own thoughts and your own subjective right. bias. You're just, you're just being, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it sounds very Zen, honestly. It sounds, like it sounds very experience. Yeah. That's wild. I'm mm-hmm. I'm too much of an irreverent asshole, but nonstop loop in my head is whatever's happening. I'm making fun of it. Like I, whatever's happening is I'm convincing myself how shitty it is, including this <laughs> podcast. But that's a whole separate thing. Like that's, but that's I think why. this podcast has been awesome. It's kick ass. It's yeah. this podcast. We're, we're about so buttholes. <laughs> it's been cat the buttholes. Sphinx, hey, cat okay, I do have a story about cat buttholes. Quick. Oh, good. Please do. This, this is how we're going to end <laughs> this right now. I say we wrap this up. <laughs> With a little cat butthole. Okay. So I wonder, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this or like seen it on Facebook or anything, but there's this like short little story about, I don't know if it was a guy or girl worked in a, at, with a vet or whatever, and they had a hairless cat. This student, I don't know if it was like an intern or whatever, but his or her job was literally to the cat would like put its butt up against like the window or if it like sat down on the counter and it would like suction cup because it has no fur. Oh, so yeah, sure. They would have to go around and like pull. Oh, this cat's oh, wow. Like pop the butthole off of the windows and the floor and the counters and whatever else. Literally tonight, I was taking the, unloading the dishwasher, and there was a couple of mac and cheese that had been flipped, like the the shells, like the uh, kind yeah. of half circle mm-hmm. that had been stuck to the bottom of the pan. So I had to use a knife and flip that thing off. And I'm picturing somebody walking up to a cat <laughs> with its ass suction cup to a glass door and just, just using like a butter knife to just like. Do you think that cat ever bit. learned that? Like, oh, Seriously. if I spit. I'm going to be here a while. Come on, Mr. Snickers. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, please stop putting your asshole on stuff. Yo, come say hi. All right. Uh, so if anybody has made it this long, that means you're a true fan of this podcast. So that also means- well, Hello, that- motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. That hello. You act- guaranteed you have heard this man before. Connor and Bree are, uh, they're, they're good friends, but they're engaged. So they're both going to be super famous after this podcast. So uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, thank you for coming on, man. This was fucking awesome. I seriously, I want to do a whole small town episode just oh. about like, holy shit, you're growing up versus Eric and I's growing up are so different. But like, yeah, yeah dude, seriously, thank you for coming on, man. This has been a blast. Yes, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Okay. Shout out to Bethany and Sally and Gerald and anybody else that might be listening and everybody else. Thank you for listening. Yes. Cats buttholes. Bye. <laughs>